bottom line. Welcome, everybody, to the bottom line. I am uh, excited. I'm always excited when we bring a favorite guest back. Um, and he is a favorite guest. He's, a, he's, a, he's an amazing man, um, a champion in our culture. We're talking about Dr. Richard Bartlett. Doctor, welcome. Yako, I'm honored to be with you again on the bottom line. Yeah, we, last time you were here, you just dropped truth bombs and it was amazing. Um, I want to dive into our world with you uh, today and your world of what's going on with, with the health of America, the mental health, I question, the, the um, moral health has definitely fallen but the physical health of our nation you know uh, i am going to dive right into the jugular um we're seeing a whole lot of activity again doc on covid variants and masking you know and alex jones had a show where he said he met with a senior leader in tsa he didn't disclose who it was and he had lunch with this guy and this guy told him that september 15th all TSA employees are going to be masked. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. And all these little conversations are bubbling up again. So in your world, what are you hearing in medicine, post-COVID, variants? Just if you, big question, but if you don't mind sharing with us a little bit, please. Breaking news. You're exactly right, Yako. It's, it's not an accident that you're talking with me and getting this out. Um, New York Times just declared that COVID is, quote, not over yet. And that, and it says that Americans are in for a, quote, rude reminder, end quote, that pandemic is, quote, new normal, end quote. So this is, add that to the fact that Alex Jones had um, breaking news that uh, federal agents are being told that we're going to have another pandemic, another pandemic that they're planning on hitting us mid mid September uh, wow. from from two sources the TSA and from the border patrol two federal agencies are being their agents are being briefed in advance and then i just watched a, a video that's on tiktok of a nurse saying that she was brought in to a, a meeting with their hospital and told uh, by administration that they're going to need their hospital beds set aside for COVID patients coming next month. And so the there are hospitals, large hospitals that are being briefed on the inside. And then um, I've had some other sources tell me that other federal agencies are also being told this. So bottom line is we're hearing it from multiple sources. What is happening right now in reality is different than what we're being told. In reality, I just did 48 hours uh, in the ER, saw five COVID patients out of the blue. Um, I hadn't seen any in uh, in the three months prior. I had one patient that came in that had COVID that was fully vaxxed and boosted and was worried because she was pregnant about what the repercussions would be to the child. Um, but before that, you know, before this weekend, I had just that one case. And so what is happening in reality is uh, we are starting to see COVID, which is on the par of a bad cold or the flu for most people. Uh, I would say, uh, I'll give you another caveat. I went to the emergency room a month ago uh, and was told 
doc, you can't go in the call room yet because, uh, and I said, why? They said the doctor died in the call room last night. And so the the doctor who was fully vaxxed and boosted uh, that, that I was relieving had been fully vaxxed and boosted, got COVID three weeks before, and then died suddenly in the call bed that I would be sleeping in for the next two nights. Okay, Doc. Doc, I gotta. I, I, I honor you. I, I, I gotta interrupt you here for a minute. You're relieving another doctor in the ER in the call bed because the doc's on call. He's got a bed, and when he's not, you know, he gets a gets some gets some shut eye. A doctor dies in the call bed. What in the world? I mean, was there any signs? I mean, what what can you anything more you can? And this is a guy fully vaxxed, fully boosted. I'm assuming. Am I am I right? Vaxxed and boosted, got COVID three weeks before she died, and so she got COVID. She still had the upper respiratory symptoms, and then she died suddenly. Autopsy was done. The results are not being shared. So the bottom line is, um, it might be a bigger problem if you're fully vaccinated and boosted. And yep. uh, we uh, we understand the risks. I think we talked about that the last time I was on your show. Uh, yes. that, that's most of the COVID, most of the vaccinated deaths for the last 30 years are from the last two years. Over 72% of all vaccine related deaths at the CDC bears website, the CDC's own website are from the COVID shots in the last two years. Over 35,000, almost 36,000 reported by the CDC at their website. One and a half million injured from the COVID shots at the CDC website just from the last two years.
Uh, you're talking about the old normal, which is yeah. reality. And so in reality, uh, we would see cold season, common cold would come around. So let's remember that COVID came from the Wuhan lab. The original strain of Wuhan variant was named Wuhan variant because it came from Wuhan, where there happens to be a bioweapons lab that was tinkering with doing genetic engineering with COVID with common cold and with spike proteins. This is a bioweapon, in my opinion, because it killed a lot of people. It was a result of genetic engineering. That's the bottom line. And so uh, what's happened over the last uh, three years now is it's circulating with the other common cold viruses that are coronaviruses, and it's getting diluted in the normal population. So what we're seeing now is a weak sister to the original one. It causes flu-like symptoms for most people. If they haven't been vaccinated, it'll cause cold or flu-like symptoms. But if you've been fully vaccinated, it can be a bigger deal, apparently, for the doctor that used to work with me that's now deceased. And so um, we know, according to Cleveland Clinic, that the more COVID shots you get, statistically, your chance of getting COVID increases. We know that there was a paper published in China December 2022, showing that lab rats that received five COVID shots or more had every measurement of their immune system damaged. That would be acquired immune deficiency. Huh. So if wow. you're a lab rat in China, so if you're a Chinese lab rat, if you're a Chinese mouse, do not get five or more COVID shots. Yeah, for all the mice, for all the mice and the rats in China, don't get the shots. Yeah. So if you're a, a you're you know so I'm just saying if you're a Chinese mouse, don't get five yes. or more COVID shots. Yeah, don't if you're if you're a mouse, yes. Yeah, and so we're seeing a picture here, but we know that there are planned mandates, decrees, lockdowns coming, and that federal agencies have been uh, prepping their agents for this. So it depends on where you live, as far as whether local. Uh, agencies and government officials are going to cooperate with this or not. It depends on where you live. It's very critical right now. You might. And I think, and I think, I think, Doc, I, yeah, it depends on where you live, the statutes of that state, the leadership. I was in, uh, I was in a state the other day uh, with Governor Christy Nome, who even in the heart, in the middle of COVID said, we're open. Churches can stay open. She took a completely different stance. And we looked, the numbers are telling. You know, that state did very well. We look at other nations that didn't shut down. Then we look at a nation like New Zealand that just went completely overboard. We look at the, you know, the, the, the failure of flattening the curve and, hey, it's a month and wear a mask. What I call fake Fauci science. You know, we look at all that. We look at African nations. But here we go again, this sister variant. I, I maybe two months ago or so, I woke up one morning and I had what I would call just, you know, nasal congestion. And it, and it was pretty intense, nasal congestion, and it lasted. But I mean, I, you know, could that have been this sister? Because I, I am not vaccinated, nor will I ever be, ever be vaccinated, uh, nor will I bow to any of the forces, the, the government. I bow to Jesus Christ. That's it. So could that have been that, Doc? Could it have been? Because my, my children, for me, it lasted, let's say, 
that you know the drainage the post nasal drip never went into my chest you know it was all just upper respiratory right like well i would just consider it as like ah, it's not even a fluid it's like a cold right and i dealt with it with 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 you know ibuprofen and mouthwash and gargle and you know nasal spray and stuff over the counter my kids two of my kids had it for 20 hours maximum none of my kids are vaccinated right 20 hours maximum right and it was gone. So could that have been this thing or was that just a cold? I mean, how do we know? Yes, it could have been, uh, probably was. And so here's what we know. Here's what I'm doing as an ER doctor. And here's what I am shouting from the uh, walls to the people uh, as a warning. A mouthwash twice a day. Doesn't matter what brand. Generic is cheaper. Uh, anything that says it kills 99% of the germs will kill 100% of viruses, including this uh COVID. And so uh, that cuts the viral load. There's a three to five day period at the beginning after you get infected called the prodrome period. That's the three to five days where the virus is multiplying exponentially, trying to get to a critical mass, and then it becomes a, a more severe infection. And during that three to five days, if you're already in the habit of using mouthwash while an upper respiratory virus is coming into your nose and throat and mouth, trying to multiply there for three to five days, you'll be cutting the viral load, killing virus on contact. And it'll, and for most people, it will not get to a critical load. There's another thing I'm doing, um, and that is using budesonide nose spray over the counter. Both of these things are inexpensive, boring. Uh, it'll keep this winter boring for you when, when they're trying to do crazy. And so you use budesonide nose spray. It's over the counter at Walgreens, CVS, Walmart, uh, Market Street, United, many grocery stores have this. It's in the allergy uh, section of uh, over-the-counter medicines. It's an inhaled steroid, a, a nasal steroid. Uh, just use that because the virus tries to multiply three to five days. It'll work. It'll help you with the flu. It'll also help with other viruses, make it harder for the virus to multiply. It down-regulates your ACE receptors. ACE receptors are what COVID was designed to bind to, to get into the cells of your body hijack your cells, multiply and make more COVID and spill that back out into your respiratory lining. That's how it works. But if you have less ACE receptors, then you're more protected. Children have less ACE receptors than adults. Every year you have more and more ACE receptors till you're 24 years old. If you're using budesonide nose spray every day, you're down-regulating ACE receptors. You're being more protected like children from COVID. COVID was not a big problem for children. More children died from school bus related accidents in 2020 than from COVID. And so Doc, you you doc, doc, you're just being very practical here. I mean, could 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 common sense hey, nobody's making any money. <laughs> nobody's making any money. Look, I promise you, Big Pharma does not want you to go buy an over the counter nose spray where the margin is about zero, where there's no government subsidies for it, where there's no program and there's no force down. It's almost doc like you're um I don't know. You know, you, you, you're just practicing common sense and and talking to the American people. Thank you for the honesty about how the body actually works. Look, man, we can minimize ACE receptors. That minimizes any virus, this virus particularly, a mouthwash. I can't, I have to just kind of harp on this. A mouthwash. Could it possibly, hypothetically, Doc, have been that a mouthwash could have been a pretty good support system in the middle of 2020 
could it have been that maybe these general practices if applied like fresh oxygen like maybe lowering cholesterol like maybe upping vo2 max you know oxygen intake in the blood through exercise these practical things that somehow stood the age of time that actually could have kept people alive i mean could it be that a mouthwash could save someone the original bioweapon that was released the wuhan variant and then and then another weapon the delta variant that was twice as deadly those were not natural diseases those were not the normal flu wasn't the normal cold they were in in my opinion there's a whole lot of evidence that it was a bioweapon i haven't been in those labs uh, but I'm telling you, there are bioweapon labs around the world. Um, and so the bottom line is I would not rely on just herbs and spices, but science and science. You're exactly right, Yako. Thank you for pointing out that uh, there's plenty of science behind it. Uh, there was a university in the UK in 2020 that showed that mouthwash was effective against COVID. It killed vir- uh, COVID on contact. Of course it does, because viruses don't have a cell wall. Viruses are very easy to kill. They're fastidious is the medical term. And so what you're sharing right now with people, I hope they share this with their loved ones, share this far and wide, that if they'll go to budesonideworks.com, 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 you'll see the science. There's studies there. This is going to be life-saving information for many people. You know, Yako, yeah. in 1986, the, Fed, the Congress passed a law which made a loophole for vaccine manufacturers that they could not be sued, even if it was proven that it killed your baby. Even if their product was proven to have caused you to go blind, you cannot sue a vaccine manufacturer right now. They know that. So there's a mad dash uh, to go through this loophole and make billions of dollars by many companies with as many vaccines as possible. That's why Bill Gates is constantly talking about vaccines. That's why other people are talking about vaccines because it's a moneymaker with no risk legally. And I, so always I, say, look, look, I always say, look at the IP, the intellectual property. Who, who paid for, who funded? All of us, yeah, we're talking gain of function in Wuhan. Now we're talking about, uh-oh, a certain doctor is tied in there. We're talking about who owns the IP because it's intellectual property. When you're manufacturing something in a lab, who owns the patent? Who get who 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 who's going to gain financially from a loophole such as hey we're going to put a medicine, quote unquote I don't know if you can call it we're going to put something, a, a medical product we're going to put a product in your body and if the product kills you, or harms you, right short or long term and it's proven that it harmed you there's no recourse in what world. Should that ever be okay? In what world should, and any product, talk talk about the FDA and food regulation. Talk about E. coli and listeria. Every November when lettuce has E. coli outbreak because in the Salinas Valley, there's a manure farm north upstream of the salad farms and the manure, the poop, washes into the river and contaminates all the farmland. That's why you've got E. coli every year in lettuce. I know a little bit about it because we combat it with the technology to, uh, to combat it. They can get sued. They pulled the product off the market every single November. Lettuce pulled off the shelves. You know, produce pulled off the shelves because there's a course of action. You can actually sue. They can trace it. 
They can trace the farmer. Which farm did it come from? Which packer did it come from? Not, not a medical product, not a vaccine. Good luck. Good luck if the vaccine potentially, allegedly produced, I don't know, um, some sort of a adverse reaction in the body and it's proven there's no course of, uh, truly doc, there's no recourse. I mean, so you cannot sue the manufacturer if it's called a vaccine. So the, the president of Bayer Pharmaceuticals, Stefan Ulrich, said to the World Health Summit that these RNA, RNA shots are really gene therapy. And if we would have asked people two years ago if they're willing to roll up their sleeve and have their body injected with gene therapy, 95% of the people would have said no. And so that says a lot right there. And so that's on video. You can find that on the internet. Uh, it was, again, Alex Jones and Infowars that put that out, that was able to share that with the masses. Um, Alex Jones is the one who, said, who sounded the alarm first to the world that they have a future pandemic that they're preparing for, that they just happen to know uh, that we are going to start this stepwise process of mandates and decrees starting September 2023. And so you're on the front end of this as a watchman on the wall, sounding the alarm. And in the meantime, we don't have to be afraid, but we can be prepared. We're yes, not supposed we're to be afraid. And so uh, what we're saying is mouthwash, budesonide nose spray. And if someone gets COVID, budesonide has been proven to be effective against COVID. That's an inhaled steroid that can be used as a nebulizer treatment, it is being used by millions of Americans for the last 25 years. Uh, and yeah, so and, and and Doc, I can't from a biblical perspective. I just gotta go, and I know your 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 heart. You're a man of God. You you're an amazing uh, um, patriot, and and you're a man of truth. And so, from a biblical perspective, uh, this is literally, um, hey, my name is David, and I'm not gonna pick up your armor or your sword or your shield to fight the giant because your armor, your sword, and your shield is called vaccine. I'm gonna take the little stones. That and, and the word of God and the truth, and we're going to go cut Goliath's head off. And, and that's literally, we're talking about mouthwash, vaccine. Uh, mouthwash or putting uh, RNA uh, um, into your body, potential bioweapon in your body. The coercion, the lies, how America's been defrauded with how science actually works, how the physical, the human body actually works. I mean, I, what blew my mind as a former professional athlete, where we are in tune with our bodies, Doc, we are. When we get hurt, it's about get healthy. Why? Get back on the field. That's why I always tell people, you want to work with a doctor, work with a doctor that either was an athlete or understands athletes because they are proactive. They are proactive. One of my friends who's about to play in the Rugby World Cup, this guy, and it's the record, recovered from severe ACL tear and surgery and is back on the field playing in four months. There's proactive measures that you can take pre-op, post-op, things you can do. You're proactive. You're talking about proactive medicine. Here's things that you can buy in the grocery store that can go kill this Goliath that they're talking to you about. Or you can take Saul's armor. You can take these other things. It'll weigh you down and make you Weak. It would have weakened David to carry that shield and that sword. Probably would have died 
against Goliath. So I just, I can't help but draw the correlation. It's a weird one, but I can draw that correlation. Am I crazy? No, it's too, you know, this, for some people, this is going to be too simple to do. For some people, this is not going to cost enough. For some people, there's not enough mystery, mystery uh, technology being talked about. But this is science. And so uh, if you'll go to budesonideworks.com, you'll see science uh, ex uh, expounded there. You'll see the links to the studies from the different universities around the world uh, the, and from the articles that have been published in major medical journals like the Annals of Internal Medicine. And so this is what I'm talking about is reality that doesn't change. Now, the other side wants your perception to be your reality, and they want to be in charge of your perception. So they're That's messaging right. right now. Uh, it's yeah. an illusion. And so let's uh, let's not let them do what they did before. And what did they do, Yako? They, in some hospitals, as part of their hospital COVID protocol, they were putting plastic bags over people's heads. That, as crazy as that sounds, in Odessa, Texas, that was done to over 1,000 people, and doctors and nurses looked the other way. Okay, Doc, hold on. You got you to gotta pause for me. Hold on. We're talking about asphyxiation. Wait a minute. We're talking. You you can't you can't you can't yeah you can't breathe through a plastic bag. And so I mean, yes, if uh, I'll send you a picture that you can share with your viewers later. A picture's worth a thousand words. Yes, you'll please. See, you'll you'll we'll see share patients, it. Yeah, you'll see patients with with bags put over their heads during in the name of hospital COVID protocol, and um, it's a. Uh, I'll just text this, this is insane. We we had a friend, Doc, as you're doing it, we had her and thank you for sending me those pictures. We had a friend here in Dallas and 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 she's been on the show whose children were put in a plexiglass box. Okay, in their school. This is a high society, high dollar, high dollar school where they built a plexiglass box for her two children who showed up at the school without a mask. They put her children in the box in the library area, and they had to do school in this box. It was kind of like monkeys at the zoo. And the other kids would walk by and make fun of them, right? To the point where the one child's reaching out, the, the fire chief had to show up and get these kids out of this plexiglass box. It's like the insane is running the asylum at this moment. And you, you're right. It's, it's very concerning to me that, we're talking about a populace in America, the free nation, the land of the free, the home of the brave, that would say, well, Doc, come on now. Your solution's too simple. You don't understand, Doc. This is a, this is a virus. It's COVID. Uh, yeah, um, the mouthwash kills 99.9% .9 of the germs. It's going to kill. It's going to kill things. It's going to be a beautiful preventative measure. How about preventative medicine? How about looking at our diet as Americans and not consuming, you know, uh, thousands of pounds of sugar every year? And how about it's preventative. So I hope the viewer that's watching the bottom line is going to go get some mouthwash, get this nasal spray and start making it a regular protocol every day and not get sick in the first place. And if they do a little bit, it's it's will be a lesser effect. Am I understanding this right? That's right. It'll, it'll blunt the effect. So 
that's those are the things that I am doing as an ER doctor, knowing I'm going to be around people that are infectious, could have something more dangerous. And I'm doing that because of what's happening right now. Now, here's what they did to us for the last three and a half years. And so this is what I expect them to double down on. They closed schools. They decided arbitrarily without any science what businesses could stay open and what businesses had to close. They said they were essential and non-essential businesses based on no science whatsoever. So they so they threw a hairdresser in jail for opening her shop so that she could pay her rent and her, her uh, co-workers could open their booths and they could pay their rent and buy food for their families and and take care of their family's medical needs. They, they threw her in jail in Dallas, Texas, in the DFW area. But remember, just- do, remember, Doc, COVID is so intelligent. Remember now, you have to remember, doctor, not to be facetious. You have to remember that COVID's very intelligent. COVID, COVID could attack the hairdresser, but not Nancy Pelosi walking into her hairdresser without a mask on because the, the virus knew that that was Nancy Pelosi. He wouldn't attack Nancy. Nancy could go into her dresser. You got to remember, Doc, this, this, is a, this is a virus that's so intelligent, Doc, that when you walk into the restaurant, you got to have your mask on. But then when you sit down, your mask can go off because below a certain level, the, the virus didn't go under four and a half feet, Doc. Remember, this is, I mean, it's insanity. It's absolute insanity. What they did before, a, a countermeasure, there's a military term, countermeasure. And so I expect we're going to see that what we did last time was they said, you can keep the strip clubs and bars and liquor stores open. You can keep the strip clubs and bars open till 2 a.m. and let people uh, mix and mingle. They, they might not socially distance there. Um, and at the same time, you had uh, pastors that were being fined for opening their churches. You had hairdressers that were thrown in jail for opening their shops. And so that was happening at, at the same time. And these were government-sanctioned strategies. Yeah. These were strategies that yes. were pushed on the people. Pastor Rodney Howard Brown, Texas. These guys are arrested, Canadian pastors. But remember, we started this program today talking about three federal agencies. This is federal now. This is, this is all 50 states. The TSA, they don't answer to no governor. Talking about, okay, here we go. And so, so, Doc, keeping families safe, here we go. And this is children can do this, right? I mean, children can use this nose spray and a mouthwash, you know, gargle the mouthwash, spit it out twice a day, would you say, morning, afternoon, evening? If you do it in the morning and at bedtime, uh, that'll make a – and if you start to feel sick, do it more frequently. Because every time you do it, you're going to kill any viruses trying to multiply in the mouth, the throat. Uh, and so you're cutting the viral load while it's trying to get a foothold. And so that, and if you get sick, then you'll still be killing viruses trying to multiply. And the budesonide, go to budesonideworks.com. I got two things, Yako, to, we want to arm our citizens with knowledge. And so yes. there yes. is, there is a, uh, there are two documentaries that I am going to say that this is the hour for you to look at. And anybody that's listening to this, write this down right now. Uh, one is called Breaking the Oath, Breaking the Oath. It's a documentary called Breaking the Oath, and it's going to give you knowledge and information that you can quote, you can point people to, spread, sound the alarm. It's called Breaking the Oath. And the second uh, is a documentary called Into the Light. And, Yako, this is going to mean a lot to you because it is 
the overall strategy of making a perception to the public, which is not reality, and how they do it. And it has all the evidence in it. It's called Into the Light. It's a documentary online right now. And it's the sequel to Out of Shadows. Um, and then if you look at Into the Light and also Breaking the Oath, those two are going to yep. tell a lot of information. People can look at that on their own time. But yep. uh, this is huge right now. This is useful information right now, better than watching the evening news. Absolutely. 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 Or anything else for that matter is be informed. The Lord says... Uh, he will speak to us through his Holy Spirit and wisdom, and then he will affirm it in his in his spirit, and he will uh, affirm it in his word. And we are to heed the watchman on the wall and listen. And and uh, just how about common sense? You know, in our fight against sex trafficking and sexual exploitation, Doc, the the, the very definition of of human trafficking is the exploitation of persons through the mechanism of force, fraud, and coercion. And people say, well, Yaku, how powerful is coercion? Can you really coerce a child to be trafficked and not run away, a woman to go back to her abuser? Absolutely. Coercion is so powerful, they shut the world down. First time in history, the only other time to recorded knowledge that the world was shut down, God put one family on a boat called Noah and then flooded the rest of the place. Never else was the world shut down, not a city or a country, but the world, the church, your favorite grocery store. That's the power of coercion. And here they go again. I have to. I can't help myself, but I have to draw the correlation between how predators coerce children into sex trafficking and how the federal government coerce a populace, a nation, into bowing to the government to their gain, whether it's financial gain or control, let's remember, that sector of government wants control. They want uh, they want a democracy, which we are not. And in a democracy, the majority rules. Well, when they declare themselves majority, then they rule. We are a republic where the individual has liberty and rights. And so I can't help but draw that correlation in the midst of, if we may, a political season that's about to kick in. It's just ironic, Doc. Why Why this week? Because it could be the change of season. It feels so structured to me. This is my opinion, not yours. It feels timed. It's almost like it's on a calendar, you know, um, because the means to these people um, are tools to... to the end goal that they have. The end justifies the means for them. And there's a different end goal. It's a different kind of an America, I believe. It's a different kind of a world. You know, at the same time, I want to ask you the question. Well, on that, refute me or abstain from from commenting. Uh, but that's my thought, is it's this co coercion to move people into a direction for gain, politically or financially. You, you cannot deny, nobody can deny that they're telling us a problem before it even comes. They're telling us the problem, and they also are going to tell us their solution to the problem. And so it's almost like they know the problem and they know the solution almost at the same time. And so, uh, and they definitely are trying, are going to tell you what you're going to do with your life from this point forward. And I want to point out that this is not just for a season. This is what they want to be the new normal for the rest of your life, for the rest of humanity. 
they are wanting you to live in a worldwide situ uh, situation where they can call it a pandemic and in the name of healthcare, they can change your future, your future. And so this is, this. so again, this was made, COVID was made, the first strain of it was made in the Wuhan lab. Did you know the Delta variant was first found in uh, near Mumbai, India, in that region of, Af of India? And did you know that Pfizer happens to have a research and development plant there? Did you know close to where you are uh, from in South Africa in Johannesburg, did you know Pfizer has a huge research and development facility there? And that's where the first Omicron variants came from. Those are Omicron came from first case Omicron, South Africa. Um, absolutely. We, we all knew in South Africa and there's a lab there. The correlation, you, you can't, it's impossible to not. We would have to be insane, which they want us to be. They actually want us to stop thinking, Doc. They want, they want to think for you. Uh, we would have to be insane not to draw these correlations. Uh, and, and just a question, because I want to honor your time. And you may, you, may, you may want to not answer this, but food is so important in America. Food is important everywhere. But our food is tampered with more than any other nation. You just had Vladimir Putin. Not a good guy. This guy is a criminal. Absolute criminal. He's a war criminal. He is, he is he's not a good guy. This guy is schooling us, Doc, at the moment as Americans. This guy just outlawed GMO food in Russia. Outlawed it. He outlawed child pornography. We're being schooled by Putin. We're being taken to the cleaners by Putin from, from, from how to live a moral life by a criminal. Can they infuse, mess with, our food supply with a virus. Is it possible? Could it? There's a lot of talk, you know, and, and I don't like conspiracy. It's just it's just funny when conspiracy becomes a fact. But can can food be tampered with? So uh, it's a bigger it's it's there's it's a multi-pronged experience that we're having right now. And a lot of it is coordinated, in my opinion. And if people will look at into the light. Okay. Into the light. And so I want right. to make one more point real quick. You know, Yako, if someone has cancer, doctors have a responsibility called informed consent, where we're supposed to tell all the treatment options, the risk and benefit of every treatment option, and if they have any financial conflict of interest. In 1995, President Bill Clinton said that patients and their families suffered from experiments done on them without their knowledge with radiation in the United States, American citizens. And this, and he said, this was kept away from them and their families. This knowledge was kept away from them. And he said that that's called informed consent. And he says that was wrong. Can you remember any time that Bill Clinton said anything was wrong, Yako? Nope. But he said nope. that this is wrong. He said that people need to be told if they're being experimented on in 1990. He said that. I'll send you that link and you can share that with your viewers later. But he was talking about human experimentation on American citizens without their knowledge. Yeah, but, but what about the right to choose, Doc? I mean, medicine, even under President Trump, even on President. So let me let me answer that question. The right to know every treatment option. When COVID came out and we talked about budesonide. Uh, and then Oxford proved that 90% of the people wouldn't even go to the ER if they had that treatment early at home with COVID. 
90% wouldn't have gone to the ER. 1.1 million Americans died from COVID. 90% of that would be over 900,000 Americans that died that shouldn't have with a medicine that costs $3 a treatment, this generic that's at every pharmacy on every corner. That was aggressively suppressed. And uh, that's, that's not giving informed consent, telling all the treatment options. Second point is telling risks and benefits. So we're told a solution, and they're still trying to push that solution of a COVID shot. We're not told that it's, that it's the emergency use authorization means that it's human experimentation by definition. It is not wow. FDA approved. And to be wow. FDA approved, you have to have evidence that it's safe and effective, a minimal threshold of safety evidence. If it's not FDA approved, it doesn't even have a minimal evidence of safety uh, to be approved as an FDA approved product. The current COVID shots are not FDA approved, meaning that they have not met that standard of having minimal evidence of safety and effectiveness. The experiment is happening right now with everybody getting a COVID shot, even if they're giving it to their six month old baby. And Yako, it's a, it's a placebo study. If you look at the FDA, some people are getting saline shots and uh, they're being told by their cardiologist, you're a heart patient, you better go get your COVID shot or you'll die of COVID. They go get their shot at a chain pharmacy. They're not, the doctor and the pharmacist and the patient aren't being told whether they're getting a placebo or not. This is happening possibly up to a third of the people that are getting COVID shots are not even getting the product. And then they're telling their family members, toughen up. It's just, a, it didn't give me a, a fever. It didn't make my arm hurt. That's because they got saline. Doc, you're telling me, oh man, you're gonna, ooh, I gotta watch here. Ooh. You know, when you see a president, okay, let's go. I don't care. When you see a president of the United States take a shot and then the camera widens and it's a movie set. I make films. It's a movie set. I'm like, wait a minute, where's this set? Why, why, why? Just do it in the Oval. Do it in the Oval Office if you're going to do it in the Oval. Why do we have a fake Oval? What's the green screen here? What are we doing here, man? This is the kind of stuff, Doc, where I go all sideways, where I go the amount of time the American people have been lied to. You know, you see RFK Jr. talking about his uncle. We talk moon landing stuff. We talk about, well, we, we, once we had technology. I know I'm going off here, but I'm talking about the art over time of coercing a populace into this position. This couldn't happen in 1950. They couldn't in 1950 shut the whole world down. They hadn't progressed the agenda far enough yet. The fear tactic. We are, in, we are so behind the eight ball that they are basically just throwing anything at us going, they won't resist. We better. We better. We better this time say, uh, I'm taking nothing, but I'm going to gargle mouthwash. I'm going to pray. I'm going to get in the word of God. I'm going to eat better, be healthier. I'm not taking anything in my arm because the, the irony, Doc, is this. Evil actually doesn't profile. Satan actually doesn't profile. He doesn't care if you're a Christian, a Muslim, conservative, straight, gay. He doesn't. Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And now it gets interesting. I wonder what LeBron James has to say now when his own son, so unfortunate, so ridiculous, that his son, as an 18-year-old, collapses on the basketball court vaccinated. Dad, why did you let your 17-, 18-year-old son get vaccinated? When we see 12-year-olds all, all of a sudden with myocarditis, when, when did that happen? Who's responsible for that? It, we, there's accountability because Satan is not going to go, oh, you're a Democrat? I'm not going to attack you. This, you take the shot, it won't affect you. No. 
This thing cuts. This is a double-edged sword, and it cuts clean. And unfortunately, we need to wake up and look at the reality, and I hope, Dr. Bartlett, that some people who in the past caved to government, muzzled themselves with a diaper on their face, although the diaper blocked nothing, um, believed that the world was ending and then it didn't, or saw loved ones, as my family did, forced to take certain things to the point of my wife's aunt dying in the hospital because I say because of COVID protocol, she got sicker in there and lost her life. I hope this time, Dr. Bartlett, they heed your warning of preventative measures, simple, under $10 preventative measures, too simple for the smart people. But maybe the common folk, maybe the common folk would, would take your advice. Two things, two steps. The budesonide nose spray over the counter, no doctor requiring a prescription, and then the mouthwash. And use those, if you start to feel bad, use them more frequently than just twice a day. Secondly, as far as informed consent, you know, the Johnson & Johnson shot, we were told that that was safe and effective. People started dying from heart attacks, strokes, clots, their platelet count dropping to bleeding out of every orifice, out of their eyes, out of their nose, bleeding to death. That was the Johnson & Johnson COVID shot. And after two years of people dying, they, the FDA says no more human experimentation, emergency use authorization, Johnson & Johnson COVID shot pulled from the market never will be FDA approved. To be FDA approved, you gotta have a little bit of evidence that is safe and effective. It will never be FDA approved. There's your evidence that you were misled when they said it was safe and effective. It never will be FDA approved. But nobody's talking about it, Doc, nobody, it's always like that. They'll make a mistake and then the rebuttal is on page seven and a little blurb. You know, nobody's talking about, hey, you guys are aware that Johnson & Johnson, th their shot was pulled from the market. People don't know this. If it's not for voices, if it's not voices like yours, people don't know. And and why do we tell them now, Doc? So next time, don't fall for it. Next time, think common sense and listen to voices of reason that don't have billions to gain. Dr. Bartlett doesn't own the mouthwash company. I hope the mouthwash companies do well. I hope people start using mouthwash. But it's just not a big enough financial gain for the Fed to push it. Uh, because it's not lining the pockets of some of the friends who got some of the politics, my opinion, not the doctor's opinion, lining some of the pockets of some of the people that helped some of the politicians get into office. These favored nation deals. When you start seeing stock going up and buying stock and trading stock, this is we're talking about human lives here. Doc, can you remind me, me and our our viewer of the oath you took as a doctor? And what responsibility comes with that? We talk often about the Hippocratic Oath, which means first, do no harm, and secondly, alleviate human suffering. As far as informed consent, Yako, if, if a patient had cancer and we told them you have treatment options of chemo, radiation, surgery, home remedies, doing nothing, who gets to decide what they're going to do with their body, Yako, if they have cancer? Should be the patient. Should be. And it is with cancer right now. Um, and that uh, until they make a vaccine for cancer, and then it won't be your body, your choice. But everybody agrees right now that even if there's a now, let's say if uh, I'm the doctor and I own a quarter of a million dollars in stock in a chemo drug 
and I tell the patient, take this chemo drug for your cancer, and I don't tell them that, I own, that I'm going to get rich off of them using that product, would that be ethical? Would that be right or wrong? It's not ethical. And to my, to my understanding, Doc, in that case, is there a legal course of action? There should be, right? As part of an informed consent, I'm supposed to tell if I have a, a conflict, financial conflict of interest. How many doctors, we've seen Dr. Walensky from the CDC, we've seen Dr. Uh, Fauci, we've seen uh, Dr. Mark Siegel on Fox, we've seen Dr. Lena Wynn on MSNBC, we've seen uh, Monica Gandhi, a, a doctor on NBC, and we've seen Jonathan Reiner, a doctor on CNN, all promoting a medical product, and have they ever told whether they have any stock in Pfizer, Moderna, or Johnson & Johnson? Because that would be part of informed consent, wouldn't it? It would be, wouldn't it, Yako? And well, to the, to, the, to the nation, and, and unfortunately to the world, those doctors you just mentioned wasn't just an individual doctor to an individual patient. We're talking about the world listened to the Anthony Fauci's of, of the U.S. The world, everybody. Let me give you an example, Yako. It doesn't have to be a patient, one-on-one uh, -on -one with a patient to violate informed consent, which, by the way, Bill Clinton, who doesn't, who is fine with a whole lot of other stuff that's not right, he says that this is wrong and this is, this is not acceptable to not give informed consent to American citizens. He said that's wrong. And for him to say something's wrong is a big deal. And so let me tell you how big a deal it is. When I teach ER doctors how to take care of trauma patients and advanced trauma life support, of course, that I teach other emergency room doctors, I have to sign a paper every time saying I have no financial conflict of interest. There's no patient in the room that I'm teaching, but it's that important that I have to say I'm not making a penny off of what I talk about to other doctors. So if it's that important there, how about if you're talking to millions on a, on a cable news network and you're promoting it as news? Yeah, as fact, not just news, Doc. It was fact. And then, and then two, two weeks later, the same talking head changed the facts. Do you remember? No mask. Yes, mask. Mask here, not there. You know, but it wasn't ever presented as, look, guys, we are trying to figure this out. Um, here are all the complications if you take this. Um, we don't know. You are a lab rat. Um, I own stock in the company. None of that. It was just, if you don't do this, and it's always with, if you don't do this, you're going to die. The world is, you know, it's chick, chicken. Come on, it's chicken little. The sky is falling. And and then I, I'll say it again. There's, there's DeMar Hamlin, NFL. Falls in front of millions of people, then comes out months later and say, um, what we think really happened, I'm not allowed to say. Yeah, okay. so, uh, you know, okay. did, we never saw this happen before the COVID shots came out. I'm just going to say this was this phenomena never happened before in my 30-year practice of medicine. And so when you hear Fauci say, quote, when people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not going to get infected. It's a lie. Is that, was that uh, true? Or the, the president said that the president repeated that doctor the president if you're vaccinated you can't get COVID. i i mean come on hey he's a scientist he's a he's he must be a medical expert uh, he, the other day he said he cured cancer well congratulations
I mean, but anyways, you know, you, you feel so I feel sorry for him because clearly things are not connecting up there. Yeah, well, I, I, there's a lot that's not connecting, Doc, and I, and I think what we need to do here is we need to look. Our nation needs God. We need the we we need the the therapist and the healer, the healer of healers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yako. So if I if I told someone here's a chemo drug, it's a hundred percent successful and effective at killing the cancer, and you will live, and and it's safe, they still have the right to refuse it, even if it's FDA approved. But you know yeah. how weird is it that we have a non-FDA approved, it's not FDA approved product that is not FDA approved, that is not your choice. You, We're being coerced, bullied, forced. Uh, you'll lose your job. You'll, you'll, It's bankrupting small businesses. If you don't cooperate, you will be punished if you don't accept this non-FDA approved COVID shot. And, and then the other thing above that, that really is kind of the the... the it's kind of the, the seal of disapproval on this, right? Is the fact that there's no recourse. Even when you prove that that medical product placed in your body caused a complication, if you were to prove it in a court of law in front of a jury, there's no recourse. You can't sue them. That, that alone, Doc, should send red flags through the roof. I'm like, oh, why, why do you guys have that kind of a protective measure? What, why? Why should why should you be allowed to place things inside human bodies in their bloodstream, and and if it's an oopsie, uh, you walk away free? It's funny that they double down on that. Yako, if it's safe and effective, like they say, why has the UK been giving up to one hundred and twenty thousand dollars per in, uh, COVID in, uh, injured patient, COVID vaccine injured patient, for over a year now in the UK? Patient, patients who have been injured by the COVID shot are receiving up to $120,000. If it wasn't safe, if they, if they were not injured by the COVID shot, why are they getting $120,000 because they're injured by the COVID shot in the UK? Yeah, no, I think, man, that this is something, in, in, in my understanding, Doc, it's not just the COVID vaccine, right? It's all vaccines, right? Vaccines? Well, or, or vaccines? Well, uh, we we our immediate threat is we are uh, we have government agencies that are uh, agents in these agencies that have said we're about to go through an Im- imminent situation, which is going to be doubling down on the things that have happened to the American citizens in the world over the last three years, where they are telling you we're not going to let you go back to reality and normal. We're going to make a new normal for you, and in that new normal, we're going to put mandates and decrees. And so what did they do? They locked down, they bankrupted small businesses, they threw hairdressers in jail, but they left the strip clubs and bars open till 2 a.m. They arbitrarily did all these things and your life was not your own. It was your body, the government's choice, your body, your employer's choice. They put HIPAA patient privacy laws on hold. Um, Oh my God. I got an email, Yako, I got an email from the Texas Medical Association saying, the federal government is going to start enforcing patient privacy HIPAA rights May of 2023. And in my mind, I immediately thought, I didn't know they stopped it. We're going to start enforcing the, the, the patient rights? Oh, oh, so what have we been doing? We've been violating it. That's what's been happening. The greatest violation here is of our, our rights as American citizens. 
the, the autonomy we have as a citizen of this collective to choose. And how funny, you know, through the abortion movement and my body, my choice. And it's so funny, the same folks that would stand and, and cry that to, to, to in, my, in my opinion, murder an innocent fetus in the womb, right? My body, my choice when it came to COVID is like, no, 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 no. My body, the government's choice. They know best. This is it's in it's it's a spirit of stupor that has descended upon a people that I hope we are the slumbering giant that's waking up. That people wake up that this time around, that uh, we say no, sorry, not doing it, man. Not wearing a diaper on my face, not doing it. Not not going to be coerced or bullied any longer be not being reckless be smart be proactive be preventative listen to these doctors of sanity the voices of reason invest in your family's health start now don't wait until you're sick you know come on we there's so much we can do and 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 dr richard bartlett um there's a couple lone rangers man there's others. There's others. Friends of his. There's others. I remember the American frontline doctors, and I remember others. But uh, Dr. Bartlett, you are always welcome here. Thank you for sharing truth. Thank you for being an Ezekiel 33:7 man of God, a watchman on the wall that's warning. Hey, hey, I see a storm coming, and you can avoid it. And so you're doing your job as a man of God. You're warning. And, and I'm, not, I'm not feeling any animosity from you. I'm not feeling that you're just slinging mud. I, no axe to grind. I f- honestly feel like you're a doctor upholding your oath, seeing harm and n- not wanting harm to come on, on our fellow, fellow American citizens and citizens of the world. I mean, I hope people listen around the world that watch this show. Uh, maybe in their country, there's an equivalent of that no, na- nasal spray or a mouthwash. For sure, they've got mouthwash. It's around the world. Yako, it's available around the world. It's generic. It's been out for 30 years. It's not. It doesn't require a prescription. It's over-the-counter. So that's a Udesonide nose spray. Go to UdesonideWorks.com and look at that website. Get the. That's going to be an encyclopedia of information for anyone. UdesonideWorks.com. And there's other pandemics that they have planned. They have other diseases that they have planned. We're not helpless or hopeless, Yako. Uh, if, if something else breaks, uh, I'm sure you'll reach out and we'll we'll warn the people and we'll inform the people of, of what we can do to handle it. But uh, this is not by accident and it's not the only time. We're gonna have wave after wave of lockdowns and decrees and mandates. This is the next one, it's, we're, it's imminent. And so be prepared, make sure you have food and water. Remember you had trouble even shopping and buying stuff. It caused supply chain issues. Go ahead and make sure your family's prepared. Common sense things in advance, food and water, mouthwash, budesonide nose spray every day at least. And if you start to get sick, use it more frequently. For a respiratory virus, that'll work. We were told by Bill Gates to expect Ebola, smallpox, Africa viruses, mind you. These things are in Africa. I'm from Spanish Africa. Flu. So these yeah. things are also in bioweapon labs, Jaco. And they created the Spanish flu, genetically engineered Spanish flu. These things are in labs right now. So guess what we're going to see? We had the CDC director, uh, Dr. Redfield, say, expect the great pandemic to be 
the bird flu, which has never been a problem for humans before because it's called bird flu for a reason. But if in a lab, it can be manipulated and it can become a pandemic. He says, he says yes, he says it'll kill 15% of the people that get it. I'm not scared because that's 15% of the people that aren't treated. But I believe uh, God has mercy on us, imperfect people, and he loves us, and he will give us winning strategies if we ask him, if we humble ourselves. But don't listen to the voices that have lied to you. Yako, listen to this. I'll give you 2.3 billion reasons why I don't trust the FDA with their message, or I don't trust Pfizer with their messaging right now. $2.3 billion. Everybody write down that word, two point, or that number, $2.3 billion. $2.3 billion is how much Pfizer was fined by the Department of Justice 10 years ago for criminally uh, criminal charges for misleading the public on purpose about messaging about their products. $2.3 billion, that's a lot of fine. That's the criminal and civil fines from the Department of Justice. The Department of Justice said that they purposefully misled. That's interesting, isn't it? Because when you hear brought to you a message brought to you by Pfizer, filter it through that. Yeah, and may- maybe, maybe in the near future, we may see a Department of Justice where Lady Justice is actually blind and they go after these conglomerates again and hold them accountable again for how they lied this time. And I would say, Doc, this is the greatest lie uh, post-Garden of Eden, post the lie from Satan to Eve to have her adopt sin when she had life. Uh, This lie shut the world down and they're going to try it again. And the answer better be no. And it's practical. And you said something that I just want to repeat before, before we... We end this today, and I'm so thankful for your time and for you being accessible for us to to bounce these thoughts off you. You said, Yaku, it's, for some, it's just going to be too simple. This is the time to maybe trust the simple, to maybe go with logic, to maybe go with the voice of reason, to maybe go with the solution that's not going to make billions of dollars for monopolies in in big pharma maybe this time i don't know what can you lose from gargling some mouthwash tomorrow morning tomorrow night you take some budesonide spray your nose you know make sure nothing is is growing in the nasal cavities i mean really what is there to lose Uh, or do you really need to be in calamity are we really a culture that can't function without dysfunction are we that broken are we that desperate for a big brother? I would argue we have God on the throne, Jesus in the mercy seat. We can function without dysfunction. We can look at dysfunction and say, get behind me, Satan. So listen to Dr. Bartlett. Get the mouthwash for crying out loud. Get your kids to get the mouthwash. Go to the website. It's going to be on the screen. Get the nasal spray. Make it part of your daily routine, like brushing your teeth. Hopefully you're doing that, right? And then be smart about your health. Um, Doc, you're a champ. Thank you. Uh, we're going to have all those all those websites on the screen. Um, Dr. Richard Bartlett. I'm asking you to pray for Dr. Bartlett and other doctors like him. Doctors who are absolutely standing at the top of the mountain, exposed, telling the truth because they are honorable and men of God. And so appreciate you. Online into the light. The second documentary 
is breaking the oath. These are critical for you to understand what we're about to go through again and again. Yako, thank you for what you do. You're a watchman on the wall. Thank you. And in another documentary, A Sex Nation, The Moral Fall of America, the documentary we produce to help your family be safeguarded against the sexual immorality, immorality that's running rampant and the, the children that are being at risk because of sexual agenda. So if it's not big pharma coming after your family, then it's Satan through sexual immorality. And you know what? We can combat both. We have the Word of God. We've got power. His Spirit is powerful, and we can fortify families with the Word of God. Doc, thank you so much. Uh, please go check all those things out and take take the advice and the opinion of a doctor that truly cares about you and your family. Uh, let's be preventative, and let's not ever, ever again bow to big government. Don't do it. You bow to the King of Kings, the Lord Jesus Christ, who, by the way, gave his life for you. Think about that. Just think about that. Think about what the government is asking you to give up and what the Savior gave up for you. God bless you. Uh, thank you, doctor. Appreciate you, Rebecca and Dan, that run the show behind the show. Thank you so much. Please subscribe, like, share. you got to share this episode. Also, when you drink coffee, drink Storyville Coffee, the only coffee company in the world that literally cup by cup helps us rescue children from sex trafficking. Go to storyvillecoffee.com, subscribe. It's delivered to your door. It's freshly roasted. And by the way, the number one roaster in the United States. No, not Starbucks. Not the guys that help Planned Parenthood. The other guys. The guys that say children have value, that believe that you should love everybody and save children from disaster through drinking coffee. So why not? God bless you. Thank you so much. Talk to you next time.